Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Welcome to the Cosmo Happy Hour. It's everything you would talk about with your best friends, from sex to celebrity to entertainment. From the editors of Cosmopolitan.com, this is the Cosmo Happy Hour with Elisa Benson. You guys, I am about to tell you something that is going to make you feel super old, which is that it has been 10 years since Keeping Up with the Kardashians debuted in 2007, and the youngest of the Kardashian-Jenner clan, Kylie, was just 10 years old when the show aired. 10 years old. Can you believe it? Since then, her fame has exploded. Even your grandma knows who it is, and her new show, Life of Kylie, just premiered on E! I'm Elisa Benson. This is Cosmopolitan.com's Happy Hour podcast, and today we are talking all about Kylie. Kylie Jenner. Joining me on the panel today is Cosmopolitan.com's entertainment director and frequent podcast guest, Patty Greco. Hi, Patty. Hey, Lisa. Is Kylie your favorite Kardashian Jenner YRN? Oh, N. N. Definitely <laughs> not. I think she actually, she's just above Kendall for me, although Chloe lately has been really irritating. She's me, really, she's, you're like rethinking your Chloe ranking on the yes. list. Yes, that's fair enough. Um, so, whether or not you love Kylie or hate her, I feel like there is such a fascination. Like, she is really the heir to the Kim throne mm-hmm. in some ways. Um, I think in part, I guess to me, what really makes Kylie stand out and what makes her feel like such a phenomenon is, of course, her lip kits. Yeah. I mean, those have been complete game changers. Yeah, and I think that that's sort of the positive way that uh, she could be described as as fascinating or the positive reason for her being fascinating. But I think the underlying reason for that is that people are fascinated by the spectacle of her face and her appearance, which I'm sorry to say that because I know it sounds so terrible and so unfeminist. And I think over the course of our conversation, we'll unpack that a little bit more. Right. But I think that's what has allowed the lip kits to sort of be um, as successful as they are because we are sort of seeing her both because she's a growing woman and people change and because she is part of this family, and this empire, we're seeing her sort of become Kim before our eyes in some ways. And that is fascinating. It's fascinating to watch. Yeah, it's like that that sort of very like appealing in TV and marketing idea of the before and after makeover literally yeah. happening before our eyes. And in kind of a brazen way, I mean, yes, there was like I mean, probably her sort of initially not wanting to talk about the lip injections and the plastic surgery, which like now she's come out and cleared the air on some mm-hmm. of that. There are obviously people that believe she's had a lot more work done than she has admitted to, but you know, I think that probably fueled the fire of all of this in some ways but um you know now that she has at least openly admitted it to some to some of this work i think that still makes it sort of rare a lot of celebrities still pretend like everything they do is natural and i think the fact that she is really leaning into saying i'm altering my appearance i think i think adds to that fascination yeah i definitely agree with that but i don't think her honesty is ever that deep and i think part of it is because she's young so the other thing that sort of makes us fascinated by her is a lot of projection. Like, I think there's a lot to put onto her about 
how insecure she's felt over the years or uh, what fame has done to her. And her show digs into that a little bit, but I still only think on a surface level. So a lot of our fascination, uh, I guess, to recap, comes from what I personally project onto her and think a lot of other people do. Yeah. Well, in some ways, I think the idea, I mean, Kylie is young. Um, I think that in some ways, the idea, the way that we all felt as teenagers when you're going through puberty and hormones and you're feeling crazy and you hate the way you look and you hate that your boobs aren't big enough and like whatever it is. I mean, Kylie is this sort of fascinating example of like anything she doesn't like, she just can physically change about herself. Yes. Oh, that's a great point. (laughs) Which is in some ways this, I guess, fantasy of being able to permanently change anything that you don't like about yourself whereas like most of us mere you know mere mortals just had to like suffer and deal right it's like if there were just a kylie jenner snapchat filter like people would be so excited to just put that filter on their face also right (laughs) it's the other thing right she's sort of just yeah she's made herself um so integrated into like the fakeness which again I sound so much more mean than I want to but she's she creates this fantasy that you kind of just like want to just put right onto yourself sometimes right and have you seen the show yet I have okay so the first two episodes which I guess aired the same night and I guess this is one of the reasons why I come a little bit more guns blazing than I meant to and it's that I hate the show like so far I hate the show yeah it's really really boring it's basically in my view an extended snapchat which I love her Snapchats. Yeah. That's Snapchat. Television's a different medium. Yeah. And I respect the idea that maybe she's trying to change the medium, but it's not really working for me, at least. And um, again, I think she tries to get deep, but she's always skating on the surface of it all. So, for example, she talks about how she never went to a prom, and so she takes a young man to his prom, but she doesn't still acknowledge the fact that she's not actually at the prom. She's on the balcony staying away from everybody. She doesn't uh, acknowledge any deeper... It's like everything's psych 101. It's right. like, I didn't get to go to prom. And then and then what? Right. Did you have a fight with your mom about it? Like, did you feel jealous of Kim? Like, they're not operating with specifics at all. And that right. really frustrates me because all these generalizations we could have made on our own, again, by projecting like basic human emotions. Right. Right. And I think if part of the appeal of Kylie is that she's supposed to be so, I mean, it's always weird to use the word authentic when you're talking mm. about any of the Kardashians, because I think they do carefully, um, present their images and also she of course has changed her image so much but anyway the whole idea and I think one of the things that she has built this huge fan base um, because of her creative use of Snapchat in particular is by making readers or followers feel like they're always right there next to her they get this real window into their life they see the real Kylie they can check in on her as often in some ways as you would with anyone who you're actually friends with Mm. Um, and I think she's built that relationship very I think she's done an amazing job Job of building that relationship and is really a model for being a celebrity in 2017 um, and has sort of sort of set the new rules for what it means to be a celebrity. But all of that said, in some ways, if she's giving her fans and followers so much access 24-7, it's a little like what is left for the show other than creating these really sort of phony, phony plots about her taking someone to a prom and standing on a balcony. Right. I want to know what her relationship is with Rob right now. Yeah. I want to know if she misses hanging out with uh, King, Tyga's son. 
And you can argue that I don't have a right to know those things, and I will 100% agree with you. Right. But those are the things that if I were to tune into a show that she's offering, those are the things I'd want to see. Everything else I'm already seeing. Right. I already know she has a friendship with Jordan Woods. I already know she has a complicated relationship to fame, although I am suspicious of anyone who says that and continues to fuel their fame but right setting that aside i already know all these things so and of course what you're asking for is in some level impossible yeah so it just is sort of maybe putting it out there that the show is a bad idea <laughs> <laughs> it's a fundamentally yeah. flawed idea right exactly yeah um and yeah but i could see i don't know it's it's interesting i guess probably kylie feels very comfortable with tv as a medium and certainly the show for her family has been a huge vehicle for their success but it's almost interesting that she even chose to do it when it seems like there are a million other ways she could sort of extend her brand yeah um i wonder if that has to do with the inner workings of e that we just don't know about, or maybe they figure, why not thin slice it? Because if they're gonna do uh, Keeping Up With The Kardashians still, and can just take Kylie's parts out and put it into a whole other show, right. aren't they doubling somehow? Right. Their, or not doubling, but aren't they increasing their profits? Right. I would assume so. I don't know if we're ever gonna find out the answer to that question, but I, get, I, I imagine it's mostly a business prospect for E and the family at large, um, more so than it's something that Kylie's doing in As like a service of her passion. personal brand. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That makes sense. That makes sense. And I mean, also, like at this point, Kylie can probably film the TV show literally with her eyes closed. <laughs> yeah. Well, at this point, they're filling it with Snapchats. Literally. They're actually right. putting. Have you seen it yet? I haven't seen okay, it yet. Because they're putting basically filler is like images from her Snapchat, video yeah. from her Snapchat. So yeah. it's like, okay, cool. So this is 20 minutes and at least like 16 of those minutes is just flashing snapchats right did i say 16 four so 16 left is actual footage i like actually feel bored just thinking about this and i love kylie i love her i think she's fascinating um but i think one thing we can acknowledge is that we are like perhaps not the target audience for the show so i think it makes sense for us to talk to talk to a real teen find out what the teens love about it um so are you ready to call up one of our friends yes i'm really excited about this all right let's do it i wanted to bring a teenage fan on the show today to hear what it is she loves about kylie jenner so much since kylie's fan base is largely filled with teen girls so let's welcome our first guest onto the show hi angel hi angel how old are you I am currently 16. I'll be um, 17 in December. Oh, happy almost birthday, although I guess that's like still a few months away. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Um, Angel, where do you live? I live in El Paso, Texas. Okay, El Paso, Texas. And so why are you, is is Kylie your favorite Kardashian? First question. Uh, Yes. Okay. And why, like, if you could say in a sentence, what is it that you love about Kylie so much? Honestly, I'm... I love, like, her work, her work ethic at such a young age. Like, she's accomplished so much in, like, a short amount of time. It excites me to see what she has in store for the future. And I also love that she can be herself, and she uses it for, like, her advantage when it comes to style, cosmetic line, clothing line. Like, she basically is a trendsetter, but that's, like, all the things she likes makes her 
like, you know, his, his products pop out. That's what interests me. Yeah. I mean, I feel like she's definitely a trendsetter. It's crazy how you can see Kylie, like, wear a hairstyle or, like, wear a clothing style on Instagram. And, like, a few days later in the real world, you actually, like, see people wearing it. Yeah. It's, like, the way I see it is, like, she's being herself and those are the things she likes. And it makes people want to do that, too. Like, people see that and they're like, well, like, I'm going to do that, too, because if that's what they like and they're happy about it, then that's what they're going to do. Definitely. And why do you think, like, not to be negative, but why do you think she has, like, haters? Is it just because haters are going to hate or? Oh, um, I think it's more envy. Like, she's so young and she's making moves and just her lifestyle, like, and when it comes to even her her pictures and and her, like surgery like I just feel like people bash them so hard because I don't know it's like that's what makes them happy so why are they bashing I just think that it's more envy like people more envy. want to be them totally I want to be Kylie I mean yeah I hear I, you there I would too <laughs> <laughs> But Angel, I do want to ask you a question because you you brought up the plastic surgery. You went there. I want to ask you a question about this. On one hand, you're saying like, I love Kylie because she's so much herself. She's not afraid to be herself. But then at the same Mm -hmm. time, she's obviously really substantially altered her appearance over the years. Does that feel at all like it makes your brain feel like twisty at all? Like those things Um, are like not the same. This is how I see it. And also like a lot of a lot of my like the people hang out with me three, I guess come together and talk about this because when it comes to like surgery like you said like I think it's all about insecure like she's insecure about something and if you are and if you have the money to fix it then by all means do it because like (laughs) okay people are bashing her about surgery correct and I don't see that like you, I think she's being herself because, look, if she's insecure about her lips, about her body, you know, like, and she has the money to fix it, then fix it. Like, that's what's making her happy. And one thing I also see is, like, you know how, like, they tend to deny it? Mm-hmm. Like, deny they have surgeries? Yeah, definitely. Like, I, I don't see, I don't see the... I don't know, like, they deny it, but who cares? Like, that's their business, you know? Like, it sounds like... I don't know. Yeah. No, Angel, it sounds like you're kind of saying, like, you're not here to judge Kylie for what she does. And it also sounds like, yeah, and it kind of sounds like, you know, it's powerful when people own up to their insecurities. And especially, like, when a total hottie babe who has everything in the world, (laughs) like Kylie, says she feels insecure about something, you know, I think, you know, that can, like, tug at your heartstrings a little bit. And it sounds like for you as a fan, like, that has really resonated for you, with you. Of course. Like, I... I, if it's going to make me happy and I like the way I look, then that's going to have, like, that's going to be me. And I feel like, I feel like the things she does makes people want to do the same. Like, not only because she's a trendsetter and people want to be her, but for themselves. Like, that's how I see Kylie. And, like, I just think she's an amazing, empowering person. Yeah. You like that she, like, owns who she is. Exactly. Yes. And so, do you own Kylie merch? I do. Not all of them, but I do own some (laughs) glasses, you know, matte lipstick, the usual. I mean, if I can keep up with all the new products she's coming out with, I definitely most likely 
own a big majority of them. And if you just like, I'm putting you on the spot here, Angel, you don't have to answer this question if you don't want to, but if you okay. could like estimate roughly how much money you've spent on like Kylie lip kits and other products, what would you say? A uh, good $300. Wow. $300. That is a, so you can put a price on your your fandom yeah. <laughs> for Kylie. It is $300. Um and do yeah. you love her products? Like do they actually work? Do you feel like they're better I, than yes, other stuff you I use? I truly believe in her products. Like not only her cosmetic line, but like her clothing like it's it, it catches my attention. Her makeup is amazing, especially her matte lipsticks. Like, hmm. I was blessed enough to have big lips. So yeah. It fits perfectly. Yeah, yeah. It's a feature you want to show off. I, I feel like um I don't own any of her lip kits, but I've tried them before. And, like, those never come off. <laughs> Ever. And yeah. That's why I like them. Like, I hate reapplying. So yeah. it kind of, like, stays there. Yeah. Great. And so it obviously sounds like, you know, you've mentioned what a trendsetter Kylie is and that Mm -hmm. you um, really like her style. Do you try to mimic her style? Like, do you feel like you have a similar style to Kylie? Um, I maybe here and there. Yes. When it comes to her dressing, how would I say like casually? Yeah. I I like her style, but I think I'm more of a more like of a simple person I'm, I think I'm more like Kim but I do see myself like, like Kylie in a way like when it comes to casual wear yeah wait I think this is interesting because I like I'm obviously not as much of a super fan as you but I feel like Kim and Kylie have like pretty similar style they I do yeah I, I just feel like Kim okay don't get me wrong <laughs> Kylie she's great but I see Kim is like like how would I say it like they're like twins to me they're twins like they look yeah. alike to me too totally but when it comes to clothing like i don't know if kim just portrays herself differently but i see her very sophisticated like yeah kim, yeah like kylie's more of a fun you know goofy type like she's young like of course she's gonna like set that vibe but yeah, yeah when i i i like to look really um I like simple, but yeah. the way she portrays it. I think it's the way she portrays it. Kim just, I don't know. Yeah, I kind of, I could see what, now that I'm like really thinking about what you're saying and also like imagining pictures of them in my mind, I do feel like Kim's <laughs> style is sophisticated and like maybe a little bit more like polished. Like I feel mm-hmm. like she tends to be a little like dressier. And like, you know, Kylie, I feel like will do crazy things like wear jeans with like butt vents in them. And like, I just yeah. don't really feel like Kim doing that as much, even though Kim obviously shows off her body, but I feel like it's yeah. in a kind of like different way. Yeah. Yeah, I feel you. I feel you. Um, so you said earlier that you and your friends have talked a lot about Kylie, which I think is interesting. Like, is that because... Yeah. The like, reason for that being is I recently, like, okay, I have a Twitter, and people always, like, recaption pictures, like, oh, like, look at this picture from um, 2014 and her now. Like, she obviously got a boob job. And I'm like why so much hate like we talk about these things or like we see mm-hmm. it on social media and that's when i came with the whole well if you're insecure about it and you have the money to fix it go ahead right like that's what we talk about because we're like well look at kylie like obviously she's living life she has 
big bills because of her hard work. So, like, why are you hating? It's not you. It's her. Right, right. I hear you. So some of your discussions are coming out of seeing, like, the kinds of accusations that people fling at her on Twitter. Yes. Yeah, and it sounds like you and your friends want to talk about, like, how to, I don't know, almost like your strategy for dealing with the haters on Kevin's <laughs> yeah. behalf. <laughs> um, have you ever tried to meet her? Um, not really. I mean, I do travel a lot mm. because I was homeschooled. But no, I mean, I would love to. That would be great. Yeah. <laughs> and if you if you ever had the chance to meet her, what would you want to ask her? Okay, honestly, if I met her, I would probably ask her, like, how do you do it? Like, how do you physically, mentally, and emotionally cope with everything going on in your life at such a young age, like being this big and fame? If that were her, like, I'd it'd be so hectic. Like, how does she do it? Like, basically, like... Yeah. Like, and would you... Yeah. Like, you can't live your life. Like, that's why I feel like she can be herself. Like, I see it, but it's still hard. Like, for her being herself like I feel like there's more to it I feel like Kylie has to step back a lot because of her fame you know yeah yeah I feel you Patty any other questions for our teen expert oh my goodness (laughs) um I I wonder like do you do you have like guy friends and girlfriends and are the responses Mm -hmm. to Kylie different among your guy friends than they are among your girlfriends um guys well my guy friends they're like Oh, she's hot. Like, of course, yeah. think, you know, she's attractive. But um, a lot of a lot of my girlfriends, they'll be like, they're haters too. Like, I don't understand. That's what I don't get. Like, why are you gonna hate on a person like just because of their like fame? Like, I don't understand. But I guess overall, like, we're all the same. Like, we all think alike. As in my response. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's, that's basically all. Interesting. Awesome. Well, Angel, thank you so much for letting us grill you yeah, about of course. No, so insightful. You yeah, about what the teens of the world think about Kylie. If we have any more Kylie questions, we will hit you up. <laughs> of course. <laughs> Thanks so much. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. I know I'm not the only person in the world who basically can't function as a real grown-up adult and has no idea how to do anything like meal planning or going to the grocery store and who basically ends up throwing away 75% of the produce I buy every week at the grocery store. That is why I'm totally obsessed with Blue Apron. It is perfect for the person who wants a delicious meal but doesn't have the time to plan it out. You guys have heard me talk about this on the podcast before and I love, love, love it so much. I'm talking about it again and I know you guys will love, love, love it too. You've probably heard your friends and other people you know talk about Blue Apron and that's because it really is that good. Blue Apron comes with fresh, high-quality ingredients. That makes a real difference because it's so important to know where your food comes from. For less than $10 per person per meal, Blue Apron delivers seasonal recipes along with pre-proportioned ingredients to make delicious home-cooked meals. My favorite thing about it is that literally if you have no idea what you're doing in the kitchen, as is the case for me, I promise you can still do it. Each meal comes with a step-by-step, easy-to-follow recipe card and pre-proportioned ingredients and can be prepared in 40 minutes or less. I love doing it with my roommate. We have so much fun and all the food is so good. We basically, every time Gina and I make a meal together, like 
spend the first 10 minutes of it talking about how we can't believe how good it is. You can check out this week's menu and get your first three meals for free with free shipping by going to blueapron.com slash Cosmo. You will love how good it feels and tastes to create incredible home-cooked meals with Blue Apron. So don't wait. I'm going to say this all one more time. It's blueapron.com slash Cosmo. Blue Apron, a better way to cook. Our next guest is a writer and producer who created the blog Keeping Up with the Continuity Errors, which currently appears on The Cut. Welcome, Mariah Smith. Hi, Mariah. Hi. Um, full disclosure, you used to work at Cosmo, so Patty and I know you and love yes. you. Yes, <laughs> um, likewise. But for people who don't know you and love you as much as Patty and I already do, just fill everyone in. What is Keeping Up with the Continuity Errors? That's with a K, by the way, in case. Yeah. Yes. So Keeping Up with the Continuity Errors is a blog I created, and I think 2015, where I track the continuity errors and keeping up with the Kardashians using Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, paparazzi photos, and a lot of time. (laughs) You're basically a Kardashian, like you have a PhD in Kardashians, and you're also kind of like a Kardashian detective. Yes. Yes. Proud of it. Solving all the mysteries. Um, So you're, and I know we've had you on the podcast like way back in the early days, actually, to talk about being a super fan, but you've seen every episode of the show probably more than once, right? Yes, at least. Three times, I would say. At least three times. Okay. Um, which is literally more than anyone else in the world, I've just decided. Um, and what about, so we're talking specifically today about Kylie and Life of Kylie, mm-hmm. which just premiered. Have you watched that yet? I have. Um, it's a doozy. It, <laughs> I don't think it should be on air. Yeah. Uh, okay, good. Because that's what I said earlier, Mariah. Yeah. And like, I felt old and cranky, but it's bad. Okay, it's you talk. not good. Yeah. Okay, so walk us through what don't you like about the show. Patty and I kind of, well, yeah, I mean, we're, I want to hear what you have to say. I, well, my main thing is, and I don't, and I guess I was silly or naive in thinking that we would get an actual peek behind the Kylie Jenner curtain mm. in terms of what, why she was saying we need the show. And like all last season, when Keeping Up, she really wasn't in the, um, any of the episodes. It was like, that you would maybe see her every now and again, but 30 seconds top in an episode. So I thought, at the very least, they'll be showing what she would have been doing during these times, maybe right. around, like, when Kim first started coming out into the public la- public eye um, and how that would have affected her. I was absolutely wrong. Nothing in the show is organic or natural. Um, and in my recaps I'm, gonna, I'm doing now for the cut, I've basically gone through and put what I would have rather seen her do on the days mm-hmm. she filmed the episode. So it's like things that she actually was doing that was fun or like when Tyga moved out of her house, she was filming um, a segment where she was having her dogs just like run around her and lick her face. Right. Right. So that's kind of stupid. Yeah. So that's like in style with what you've been doing on keeping up with the continuity errors, but really piecing together like what she was doing IRL while she was filming and like what would have been. Yeah. That's so interesting. So basically like not only sort of this idea of what would be more interesting to see, but actually saying, like, these were the real things happening. She has interesting exactly. things going on in her life. Yeah, her life is crazy. That's the thing. It's so interesting. And what and everything she posts on Snapchat, now I'm noticing, is far more interesting than what she would ever want to show on TV. And I'm worrying, worrying that she doesn't understand that, maybe, or the people mm. around her don't get, like, we would sit down for 30 minutes and watch her just goof around with her friends. Right. That's right. more interesting than her saying, oh, I want to be normal. That's not 
what we're here for. Exactly, right. especially since the prom scene still wasn't normal. You're never, it, it's never going to be normal. So it's not. And in that whole moment, and I'm like, what? I understand the need to have her say, Kim loves being famous, this is not for me. Don't put that moment during a prom scene that you decided to attend on right. your own free will. Right. right. You exactly. knew when you walked into a high school full of 17, 18-year-olds, you were going to be swarmed. Right. That was a choice. Right. Right, so, so it just it feels super funny. frustrates me. So I think, like, I think you basically are echoing exactly what Patty said at the start of the episode. I love your take on it, what you're doing for the cut in terms of actually breaking down like the fascinating things that were happening in her real life that she's not showing us. But, you know, it's probably impossible that she would do a reality show where she is pulling back the curtain in that way. Do you guys Mm -hmm. think there's another type of show? Like if you're going to give Kylie a spinoff, is there something that would have been more satisfying? I would be, well, because there was something that was interesting that I noticed in this premiere was when they were in her kitchen, if you look sort of in the background, she has where I assume a dining room or breakfast nook would be. It was a table full of lip kit products, Mm -hmm. and it was like you had to sort of zoom in and look. I would have preferred her, I would have watched 30 minutes of her naming lip kits or like working at the factory and being a literal mini mogul and saying, this is me getting up, going to work, looking at the packaging, looking at all of this. Yeah. And even that would be just something that's even a kernel or a nugget of her real life, not these pre-produced packages that they're making us believe she's actually into. That's a great idea. Yeah. Even if, like, yeah, just hearing her name it and somebody's like, oh, what about, you know, yeah. Cranberry Dream? And she's like, that yeah. sounds like diarrhea. Like, right. I'd totally <laughs> laugh at that. Right. <laughs> right. And I wonder, I mean, in some ways it's almost like it would have been, you know, I... I know when they're doing a reality TV show, it's like you build a schedule. So it's like, this is a prom episode where that's the big thing that happens and blah, blah, right. blah, blah, blah. And she's probably so busy at this point that she probably doesn't have a ton of time to like sit around with her friends and like, I don't know, shoot the shit in a way that would be interesting and also be filmed for E. But it almost feels like they could have maybe done almost like a special episode type thing where it's like mm-hmm. a two hour special that's like a specific almost like docu-series about the lip kits and about and about that well there was yeah. a part there was something that and i just remembered this as i was watching it part of how like they had her confessionals be sort of heard as voiceovers throughout the show a part of it felt like MTV's diary back in the day mm. and that would have been better like because it was only going to be eight episodes so we they could have just followed her for 30 days and given us the best highlights and that would have been remarkable right right right, right. so you would have happily watched a reality show about her you just wanted it to actually feel like it was following her life 100% and not these sort of like stunty yeah, like, it just, it rubs me the wrong way, and it's too pre-produced, and the fact that they're like, oh, this is my best friend, this is my assistant, blah, blah, blah this is my squad, I'm over it. Right. And it's so sad that, like, all of these people are on her payroll, and these are her friends, and, like, her friends. I mean, I get it that, that that's her life, and that's part of, like, the sadness we're supposed to feel for her, but, like, again, she never gets below the surface to really unpack that it is odd mm-hmm. that all your friends are on your payroll and then there's jordan but like even still jordan it's like she like sets up a whole she models her brand right exactly <laughs> mm-hmm. like it's very and that to me there is something 
interesting where it's like, okay, this is a lifestyle many of us will never know and Mm -hmm. something that we can't really relate to. But you have to really find something innovative and creative to break the mold and not just make people think, okay, you're a sad rich girl. Right. Mm -hmm. Like that doesn't, that's not really something where programmed to feel bad for nowadays right Mm -hmm. you know um mariah before we jumped on the phone with you patty and i talked to a 16 year old kylie super fan who just like loves her and i felt like the most interesting thing that i took away from our conversation with angel is that she really seems to relate to kylie's struggle she in what way she seems to really feel like here is a girl who has insecurities like here is a girl that has to deal with a lot of haters here is a girl who has a very busy and successful life and like isn't it amazing that she sort of perseveres throughout that like patty do you feel like that's a good read on what angel was kind of saying yes and not to make it about like what i said before but yeah i did say before i think a huge part of kylie's appeal for her audience is projection like people are projecting so many profound and yet everyday emotions onto her but exactly but angel it's not the same like Mm -hmm. it's not the same like your insecurity about your pimple it's just not the same for this mega rich It just person. doesn't. And right. part of me wonders if it has something to do with the fact that, because when we were in high school, you didn't have people commenting on, like, mm. photos you posted, mm-hmm. like, crazy and things like that. Maybe they're seeing some of her trolls commenting on her page. I mean, like, oh, this is, like, when my friend called me fat in my comments or something stupid like that. But it still does. it's still just the disconnect for me is too great that I can't, I don't get it. And, I, and it's not to say I don't, like, I happily watch everything the Kardashians and Jenners put in front of me because there's obviously something I love about them. Right. But this show has sort of upset me in a weird way, possibly because it is making teenagers feel as though they can relate to Kylie when they really can't. Right. 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 It's inter I mean, it's interesting to I don't know if Angel actually used the word relatable, Mm -mm. but there is something that it's sort of like we can see the fans and be like, but how can you not understand that? Yeah, I mean, nothing makes me feel older than like reliving the conversation with Angel where like (laughs) she was so lovely, but I can't believe that. uh, Yeah, it's just there's a point in the show when Kylie says at the very top of it all, I can buy any house I want to buy. I can buy any car I want to buy, but it doesn't make me happy. And it's like, uh, like maybe the difference is when you have to actually earn your own money in life. Right. Maybe that's the disconnect with like teen fans. And right. Like, True. I don't know. True. Right. Right. Interesting. Mariah, do you own any Kylie products? I do. <laughs> I own a couple of lip kits <laughs> and an iPhone case. Oh, Chris Jenner giving the middle finger that was on the shirt <laughs> in the episode. But I stopped using the case because it made my hands feel dirty. It's oh. like whatever material they're using, I can't use it anymore. You can't get oh, behind that. It's not like psychological. <laughs> right. My no, hands no, no. Dirty. My hands feel dirty using Chris Jenner. No, so now <laughs> it's propped up on like my vanity. I love looking at it. Um, I got a lip kit with the screener from E, oh. which, uh, and I like, have never been so excited because I would never pay money for it because I have tiny lips and like what is the lip kit going to do for me? Nothing. But <laughs> but I did was like oh, the fact that I got it for free and could like go try it out was so fun. But it's that color that makes like it's just like um, kind of looks like putty so I look like death oh. with it on. <laughs> 
Anyway, it yeah. felt good. <laughs> I, do, I do love the lip kits, I will say. And I'm not like a lipstick person, so I have no idea if they're overpriced or not. I think it's probably the most expensive like lip product I've ever bought, and I've only bought maybe five. So I don't know <laughs> where that lands in the whole scheme of things. But that's what I love about you, Mariah. As you were saying earlier, there's obviously, you watch every episode of the show a million times. There's obviously something you love about these people. I love your just like, you're like the ultimate Kardashian frenemy. You can like love <laughs> them so true. much, but also be super critical about them. It is. It's like when you see your friend doing something stupid, you want to sit them down and have them correct themselves. So you're looking at the things you love most with a more critical eye, I would say. Right, right. So how do you think one interesting point that Patty made earlier was that she doesn't really think the show has anything to do with Kylie's, you know, as a brand. Like this is almost a separate thing. That's an opportunity for E to make money and for Kylie to make money. And like, good for her. Like Kylie, make all the money you can. We're all obviously like you know, game for her to do that. But what do you think is sort of the trajectory of Kylie from here? And do you think this will impact it at all? Like, do you think we've reached peak Kylie? Do you think we'll still see even more of her and she'll continue to become an even bigger star? What is your prediction? I think that with this and what she's trying to do is similar to what Kendall has done and sort of be super popular with her name looped in with her family and also completely separate. Mm -hmm. But, and I think she will go further than Kendall in that regard because she is a standalone deal. Like there's no one else like Kylie. There are Mm -hmm. a bunch of supermodels, but there are really, there's really only one Kylie Jenner. Right. So I think this is her chance to show people who might want her for another show, might want her to write a book to be like, I can do something on my own. Mm. Or at least me and my friend group, we can create something that has never been created before. And I don't need anyone else. I don't need a sister. I don't need a mom. I don't need anything. It's just me. So I think this is as boring and as terrible as the show is. It does show that she can cause conversation just on her own. So that's going to do a lot for her. Yeah, it's like Kim's now copying... Kylie with KKW. Right. I mean, it's right. a contouring kit, but still, like, that does really show that she's sort of able to now lead the family in a way that she wasn't able to before. And there have to be other product line co- lines coming. Right. I mean, if oh she makes gosh, it. Oh my gosh, absolutely. I feel like now she's going to go into the contouring thing or foundation. I heard that mm. foundation mm. would be a thing coming out, but you never know. Well, it is, it is interesting because in terms of your comparison to Kendall in some ways I always feel like Kendall is the bit of the oddball in the family because Mm -hmm. she does have this sort of separate career in the sense that you know Kendall works a lot she gets booked for a lot of shows gets booked for a lot of campaigns and obviously you can't separate who she is and the sort of association she brings with that to like her skill as a model you know there's no way of knowing how much she's being booked based on her her, you know skill set as a model versus like her name but so the more famous Kendall gets theoretically the more gigs she can book or the higher price point she can charge for her time and Kylie is a little different in that sense because you know what do you there's, like book Kylie for do you know what I mean that, no that's true there's no she's setting the mold right so even two years ago no one would have thought that she could carry her own show. Right. And we wouldn't have thought we would want to see what was happening with Kylie and her massive compound of like four homes in Calabasas. So we don't, right. we, it's almost like her 
career is limitless because there's never been another her. Right. And there's whatever you think you could book Kylie for, you book her for that. Like, I think that she can do anything and charge whatever she wants because she is the only Kylie. Right. Right. Yeah, I mean, she could start a whole other, like, if she really sticks with this vegetarian thing she said she was doing, like, and Kylie did, like, vegan handbags. I mean. I'd buy that. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I also have, I have left work or not left work early. I snuck out of work to go to a Kylie and Kendall sample sale. (laughs) (laughs) As you do. (laughs) Whatever they have, it's something I will, you know, it's something people are going to at least be interested in. Right. Right. And it is, I'm kind of like, I don't know why I feel like all of a sudden like mind blown thinking about this, but it is so interesting because to your point, Mariah, there is no template for this. Like she's Mm -hmm. at this sort of upper tier 1% of fame where, um, she is really there's no like playbook for her to follow she's really making the rules and right and she's not even doing starting she's not even doing like a thing where what that chloe and kim have done where they're doing guest spots on shows or movies just for fun because she knows that's not her thing right so she it's i think it's little decisions like that and little choices like that where that's always to maintain like I am me and this is what you're getting you're getting Kylie Jenner and you're getting lip kits and you make it more right is that why we're so mad at her though that the show is so bad because she has managed to do something new so well and then she goes backwards into an old medium which I personally still love I think you do too Mariah I know you do too yeah it's like and she's doing it wrong (laughs) and so that's like frustrating that's an interesting point almost like we at this point all like wanted more from Kylie because she's kind of proved yeah Yeah. I also what I was thinking um, watching the show was that I think it's easier to digest the pre-produced storyline when it's different people when there's so many people you're following on keeping up Mm. so when it's just her for even the 30 minutes or when this show continues or the hour it was last night it seems like it drags on and it grates on you a little bit more like nothing that is there's there's not even a nugget of authenticity that makes you feel like you're connected in any way or there's not something that's taking you out of this crazy storyline bringing to another you're just too focused on her yeah Mm. i mean i think that's i think that's a really good point that it's completely different when you're talking about the entire enormous cast of their like huge family on keeping up versus just one person. Yeah. Right. And Kylie's personality is very restrained by comparison. And I'm not looking to pick on her or say she has no personality, but she's in that fearful stage of fame, perhaps where she's mm-hmm. scared to show who she truly is, which she touches on in the show. But like Kim will like ugly cry and Courtney has her zingers. She's closest maybe in personality to Courtney. But anyway, I guess what I'm trying to say is she's not, she's holding something back from us. And I think that as viewers, you can see that. Mm -hmm. Like, and I, and what I'm trying to figure out is if it's fame or just being a teenager, because she kept saying that she wants to find, she wants to get her old, the old Kylie back. And the Kylie she was sometimes in pre-fame. And it's like, well, you were Kylie pre-fame when you were eight. Right. So you're obviously not going to have that same personality. You're 19, so you're not going to really have the same personality you had when you were 16 or 15. Right. So for me, I think that she doesn't necessarily have the guidance for someone to tell her that certain parts of what she's feeling are completely normal things to feel mm. as a 19-year-old. Right. And other parts 
are things that most likely only famous people are dealing with and that her she will evolve and her she will change just because she's still 19. Right. right. I think, you know, I, it's just for some reason occurring to me now, even though duh, but like Kylie and like her mom or whatever probably have meetings every single day where people are like, we want to make a Kylie phone. We want to make yeah. a Kylie car. We want to create Kylie world. That's like Disney world, but all yeah. about Kylie. Like she probably really does have limitless opportunities presented to her in terms of ways to extend her brand because she is the one and only and because she has proven that things she lends her name to will sell out instantly, which is what every marketer in the world would die to, you know, get a hold of. But one thing is that she probably can't talk about any of that on the show, like any of this mm-hmm. stuff that sort of like would be in development, like the actual sort of business of being Kylie. She probably for legal reasons and otherwise, right, literally can't talk about any of that, which is like, I think what we're all saying would be part of what would be interesting of getting a peek into even in terms of the lip kits, like a lot of yeah. that she probably actually can't share. Um and yeah, and then I guess the other piece of it is like when she's presented like offers or opportunities like that all day long, what an interesting challenge to sort of assess which ones are actually worthwhile. Oh my gosh, yeah, I would not want to have that struggle. Right, like if people came to me and said they wanted to open a Lisa world, I'd be like, where do I <laughs> like sign my name? <laughs> like, when am I cutting the, when am I cutting the ribbon? I hope exactly, exactly. <laughs> I'd be like, yes to all of it. That would be like so exciting. Um, But yeah, I guess Kylie has the luxury of being much more discriminant about how she expands her brand than that. (laughs) Um, Well, Mariah, thank you so much. Um, Any closing thoughts about Kylie or life of Kylie? Um, I mean, I just, I truly hope it gets better because the teaser was pretty crazy. Yeah. Um, And I hope that it's almost like a slow gag where it gets even more real as the episodes go on yeah. but that will m- most likely not happen yeah I wish Mariah I wish you could host like an Andy Cohen style like watch what happens live post show with her where you oh. just grill her about everything <laughs> that work happens. on watch what happens live it's so funny right oh yeah I actually knew that but um I could see you totally like I would love to see you grill Kylie and be like but when your dogs were running around your house and Tyga was right. moving out of it what was really going right. on that would be amazing oh, that's the show I want to watch <laughs> thank you thank you for having me I Thanks, love talking Mariah. to you too Thanks, and do you want to um, shout out again um, where people can read you unpacking all of this um, you can catch it every Monday on the cut perfect thanks so much alright talk to y'all soon bye, bye Mariah bye so Patty, I really feel like I could talk to you about the Kardashians and specifically about Kylie all day long. I feel like this episode is weirdly like therapeutic for me. Like I was like working through some thoughts about Kylie. Yeah, it's pretty complicated. Yeah, you have it to is hold like two conflicting ideas in your head at the same time. Yeah, constantly when you think about her. Yeah, and um, so yeah, like feeling all sorts of like mind blown over here. Um, I have this one stat from earlier on that I meant to read that I forgot. But so the Kardashian-Jenner's combined net worth is over 40, 450 million in 2016. Ooh. It was reported. Um, Kim apparently reportedly brought in 150 million and Kylie brought in 20 million. I think it's fair to assume that that will be 
an even bigger number this year, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's just like, even if we aren't like loving the show, because as you said, we just love Kylie so much and want more from her. (laughs) (laughs) Um, This is just sort of only going to be the beginning for her in yeah. terms of like what she's actually I mean, making. I, I think so. Any any new stage she enters into in her life, she'll have a new opportunity to create some sort of product line out of it. Like yeah. once she decides that she wants to like, she loves talking about food and yeah. things like that. Who knows if she'll one day start some sort of like, you know, food service line that's stupid she's right. not gonna do that but you know what i mean right and like I a th- blue apron yeah but like kylie's apron yeah <laughs> <laughs> i would sign up for it <laughs> yeah she's she's like rich for the long haul as long as she doesn't make any sort of bad investment choices i guess right but like i wouldn't know anything about that we'll anyway. discuss that on our other podcast investment choices <laughs> cosmo investments um well patty thank you so much for joining as always i love having you on the show thank you for having me i love um, to be here yeah and i know you're just like not even all about that social media life but I will say that people can read the great work that your team does every day on cosmopolitan.com yes please do yeah any other like plugs you want to make um no no you're not you're (laughs) yeah you that twitter is still disabled watch life of Kylie on E because she really needs your money right right right. there you go (laughs) um and as always you guys can find me at Elisa Benson on twitter and instagram let us know what you want us to talk about next week on Cosmo Happy Hour I love hearing from you guys and please as always rate the show and like it and subscribe and share it with your friends um so that someday someone will open an Elisa world see you guys next week bye is a time of renewal so why not refresh your home with a little help from blinds.com we make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact choose from premium blinds shades and shutters we even have options for your patio too Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.